calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Blog Talk Radio. Unmarket Your Business, the podcast. Born out of the need to share strategies and techniques that really work to market your business. Think yellow page ads and cold calls are your only choices? That's so last century. You're about to learn tested, tried and true marketing techniques you can apply and master. Ones that feel authentic instead of salesy. Strategies that are true to who you are and how you want to present yourself to your ideal clients. Let's join our host, Carol Joyce Dunlop, in the studio now and allow business success to move forward. Hey, hey, everyone. This is Carol J. Dunlop, your host for Unmarket Your Business Podcast. I hope that you are doing well, and I hope that you are recovering from the Black Friday weekend, uh, Sell Something Sunday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, all that stuff, because we're just like a couple days away from it, and some people have not recovered quite yet. It was so funny. I sent an email. I I replied back to an email that I got from someone, and I said, I'm still in recovery. And she said, oh, I hope everything's okay. I was like, girl, it's just trying to recover from the shopping stuff. (laughs) So I hope that all of you are recovering. We have a nice, easy show today. I have a very special guest, Tacoma Anderson, is joining me today to talk about her. She's going to be – a book is releasing – uh, shortly, and then she has another book out that she's actually going to talk about her poetry book. And I thought it was a perfect time to showcase her because she has done some unique things to market her poetry book, and I wanted her to share them with us all because you know we're all about marketing. We're all about really unmarketing and doing the things that we need to do to get us out there in front of our audience. So without any further ado, oh, I have to tell you that Tacoma – she may seem a little sleepy, but no, she's not. Um, she's actually wide awake. But she is calling in today live from Japan, where it is like almost 3 o'clock in the morning there. So um, I really, really, really thank her for this. She is being, she is awesome to do this. So this, this was cool because I did give her the opportunity to record it, and she was like, nope, I can do it live. So, hey, that's what you got to do to sell your book. You got to be determined and do some uncommon things. So, Tacoma, how are you doing this early, early morning? <laughs> I am very blessed, and how are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today and for, you know, like rearranging your schedule, getting out of your bed and drinking some Coke and, you know, having some water and stuff so you can be alive and alert to tell us all about this book and marketing it. So before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to write this awesome book? Uh, well, I am um, someone who has been writing basically my whole life. It started really manifesting itself about the age of 13 where I mm-hmm. actually started keeping it in books. And this is actually a collection of poetry from 13 to 
uh, actually last year when it was published, maybe a month or two before it was published. Uh But uh, it was a book of poetry that I was journaling. It was never intended to be shared. However, (laughs) when people would (laughs) would go through some situations and it was something I had already experienced or someone near me had experienced, what I would do uh-huh. was share a piece of that poetry work with them. And oh. so after people would hear about the poetry, they would usually say, you know, you need to write a book. Uh, <laughs> and so you did, right? <laughs> so I did. And uh, it was basically a very simple process. I connected with my pastor here who has actually authored eight books. She's on her ninth and tenth book right now. And uh, she showed me the ways to get into publishing that was very inexpensive. So I did a self-publishing thing. And Mm -hmm. one of the things, the marketing tools that came in with that was that um, I got my books and my publisher did um, announcements in different places, ran ads in magazines and different things to get the word out in Mm -hmm. mainstream that normally we would not know about. And then Mm. I was praying about how to get my book to go even more and launch it. And then um, I was led to uh, Miss Bridget Lewis at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. And she actually featured me on her show And Uh that was a big boost for me because I learned that most readers um, are into music because I know I Uh am. So I thought about the venues that attract me, and those were the venues I started targeting. Uh But I also had, um, I know it's a little nostalgic, but I made uh, bookmarks that had the Uh cover of my book on the front. I had my picture on the back because my book doesn't have my picture on it, and that was intentional. And um, I have a poem that everyone can relate to on the back of that bookmark. So even as after the book first released, what I would do is pass out that bookmark to people and say, hey, check out my book. I think it's something in there for you. Mm, Okay, okay. Now you mentioned, and and I did this too, you mentioned that you didn't put your, your likeness on the cover of the book, and that was intentional. Tell us about that. Why did you decide to do that? Or not to. Um, what I found, <laughs> what I found is, I wanted people to know the substance of the person and not judge the book by the person that mm-hmm. they see. So right. um, that actually opened it up that everyone would look at it and see it for the words that it was saying and speaking, versus, uh, well, this may be some mad black woman trying to have a conversation. <laughs> attitude. So um, I intentionally did that. Uh, for those mm. reasons, and then, um, like we have mentioned, the newer book is totally different. This one mm-hmm. that Studer released in a week or so is a spiritual journey. It's called Encouragement for the Journey, and uh-huh. it is basically a um, song of the day, the word of the day, scripture reading of the day, and then it's a little edification of the word or exhortation from me and a prayer that I wrote. And that was birthed out of just me sharing my morning devotion with either close friends or coworkers and even encouraging my son with it. So I just compiled that all together. And what people don't realize is your gift is very easy for you to market. Only thing you have to do is put it together. 
I love that you said that. You're you're right. Your gift is very easy for you to market because now you've put out a poetry book and then you have this spiritual journey book. But both of these books are kind of like non-mainstream. They're not a how-to. They're not a memoir. They're not something that you'd normally look at. But still you found a way to get into the marketplace and to tell your story, be of help and assistance to people. I love that. I think that's that's totally awesome. Now, tell us more about some, you kind of went over it like really quickly. What are some things, I think you said that uh, people wouldn't normally know about advertising in that you put your book in? What are some of those things that you did? So one of the things I did, I mentioned, is um, I targeted radio stations to get the mm. book out. I mm-hmm. targeted magazines uh, to get the book in different magazines in different mainstreams, like medical magazines, places you wouldn't normally think to get it in, lawyer magazines, mm-hmm. because those are, are a group of people that normally would read poetry or something in their uh, downtime. But I also looked at different venues. Um, mm-hmm. I made sure that it was published on Instagram. It's I took the time to make a Facebook page for the book itself, titled the same mm-hmm. as the book, and right. uh, Facebook has this opportunity for you to market your book, and you can target the areas that you want to do it by sponsoring mm-hmm. your page and run an ad for about seven days periodically, mm-hmm. maybe every quarter, to keep people in know of the book. Mm-hmm. The other thing mm-hmm. was from my publisher, I had little ebooks on business card looking um, marketing tool. And mm-hmm. what I would do is the common practice, the oldest marketing tool in the world, which is introduce myself to someone, share that. It's a free book for <laughs> yeah. them. But what, right. what happens is word of mouth actually spread the book. So mm. when it initially released, I have friends in different countries because of my previous military experience. So mm-hmm. every place that my friends were, the book went out in that area. So then if it's on their coffee table, it's a market, it is a conversation piece. And then right. people start buying right. it. That's true. That's true. Now, do you have a thing, um, like when they open up the book, is there a place for them to say, if you want to buy your own copy, you can buy it here or something inside the book? Is there a link um, or something? Actually, no, it's not a link inside the book. It does have the publisher's information inside the book, and you can okay. get it directly from the publisher. But mm-hmm. you can also go to Amazon.com, do a search for my mm-hmm. name, and do it there. I have an authorsden.com okay. page, and mm-hmm. you can uh, go into the link there and purchase it from authorsden.com, and it will take you directly to either Traffic Publishing or it will take mm-hmm. you to Amazon.com. And if you want an autographed copy, you can – uh, hit me up on my author's page or my author's den page. Uh, we will work out the details on how you can pay me through PayPal, and I will send okay. you a book directly autographed personally from me. Oh, that's awesome. Now, are you on Goodreads also? Um, no, I haven't heard of that one, but I will look at it now that you mentioned it. And I had never heard of author's den or I'm not on Authors Den yet, so we just exchanged some information. So tell us about Authors Den. What what is that? Is it a fee to be a part of it? And you know how does it work? 
Uh, Authors Den is a very great thing. I've been on authorsden.com for about 12 years or more. And uh-huh. uh, I started out as a free thing for me, and mine is still free. But you can uh-huh. actually uh, boost just like you can on Facebook. But okay. now they started a review. So you mm. can actually have your books reviewed by other authors, and they will do okay. reviews on your page. The uh, first book that I've written is called The Deepest Part of Me, Echoes of My Soul, uh, was reviewed by U.S. Book Review. And mm-hmm. so, and it also received the Trafford Steel, a seal, which means that it's something at a level of quality of reading that the publishers could see it going very far. The other thing awesome. is when the publishers read this book, they uh, actually submitted it for nomination for, I believe it's called a Hoffman's Award. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it didn't win this year, but it has the capability of being at that t- level of of um, literature. Oh, that's great. That is awesome. Now, let me tell you and everyone else out there about Good Deeds. Good Deeds, I've known about it for a while, haven't been on it for that long. It's a it's a free thing. It's a like a social media Facebook for books. And you go in and you can friend mm-hmm. people and you put you can put your book up there and you can also recommend other books for people to read. So it's like a book sharing type of thing. You can get an ad on it or, you know, make friends. There's some pretty high, I guess, high quality or whatever, people that followed me because of my book, and I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. You know, and you get people who have done these great things, and then they follow you. like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, just shows us that we are great, and we just don't realize it sometimes. (laughs) You could get get on that. Go ahead. I I tell people um, all the time, especially people who have a life for Christ, that greatness is in you, so greatness has to come out of you. And oftentimes we're so focused on how we want people to see us versus uh, being transparent. Like both of the books that I have written so far and the third book that should come out next year is very Uh transparent so people can relate Uh to it. And I found that uh, when people can relate to your product, then it makes it more marketable as well. Exactly, exactly. Now tell me this, why did you want to get your books out into the world? Are you on the entrepreneurial track or is it something that's just resting down in your soul and you wanted to get it out there? So what's the, what's like the end game for your book writing? For me it was a ministry tool. Uh, mm, it's a okay. way to help others uh, see how I was helped in the process. And one of the things mm-hmm. about um, your gifts, like I had mentioned, your gifts are profitable for you. So mm-hmm. um, it's also for an uh, entrepreneurial thing, but it was more of a release for me than it was the financial gain. Okay. Okay. Now, I want to take you back to when we first talked a couple months ago, and you told me a story about your son, how your son kind of helped you to get out there and start, I guess, doing uh, interviews and putting yourself out there. You were doing, you were talking, and he called and put you on the radio or something like that. You remember telling me about that? <laughs> uh, yes, my son is is one of my greatest supporters. I would say that. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the things that I used to do before the book ever came out, and I still do now when opportunity arises, is in public venues uh, such as short poetry showcases or women mm-hmm. history events or things like that, I would share uh, my works with people. 
And mm-hmm. my son called me one day. Uh, he is uh, a student at Old Dominion University in Virginia, and he was mm-hmm. doing a um, history program. And he actually called me up on the phone and asked me to do it. He was like, Mom, don't you do poetry? And I said, yes, son, I do. <laughs> and uh-huh. he said, well, why don't you do one for me right now? And I said, really, son? And he said, yes. And so I did one for him right there on the spot. And Uh all of a sudden I heard all these people, and he was like, see, this is what it is to uh, have a talent and gift. You can use it at any time. Don't be ashamed. And (laughs) and then the other thing, after the the book was released, he said, okay, Mom. He said, I know how you are. This was just a goal for you. But right. this can make money for you. Don't just uh-huh. let it sleep. So I would encourage anyone out there who is reading or has written a book or has other ventures that they're doing in business, don't uh-huh. let it lay dormant. Once you get started with it, it's a fast-moving train. you got to stick with it. So one of the things right. that I do is continually connect with people such as yourself, Ms. Dunlap, Mm-hmm. And Miss Lewis, and we look at other ways that to get the word out there about the book. So that's right. some of the avenues that we're doing. And my son was giving me, he's a marketing major, of course, so he's giving oh, me awesome. pointers on how to mm-hmm. get my book out. And uh, he plans to do a review. One of the things that he does is review books as well and review oh, okay. an artist with his program that he's in in college. And so mm-hmm. he was like, wait till you see the review that I do. And I was like, is it going to be good? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I know um, that's right. <laughs> you know, because the people that are closest to you are usually the ones that are most critical. But the thing right. about marketing your business is just like you have to believe in yourself. When you mm-hmm. believe in yourself, it sells your book or your other products more. That is so true. I think that's the first thing. You have to believe that. Believe that you can. Believe that what you have is going to help others. And sometimes you just have to open your mouth and tell people what you're doing because a lot of times people want to support you, but they don't know how because you're not telling them that you need the support or that you have something that can be supportable. So you have to really open your mouth and let people know. Otherwise, you know, it's just going to, like you say, lay dormant. You know, the train stops rolling and then you get upset or depressed or whatever oh this isn't working this isn't happening but you have to do things you know god says that that, you know um you faith without works is dead so you have to put action behind it or it's just going to sit there right you're like the um what is it the uh when you given the giving the people the talent yeah the talent right and the one who did something about the one who just went and buried it, just held on to it. He was like, well, what good is that going to do? Get out there. Let's grow it. Let's do something with it. Because, you know, without you putting this book out, this poetry book out there and your new book that shows a spiritual journey, so many people are going to be touched by that. And they couldn't be touched unless you put your book out there, unless you did it. So you'd be congratulated for that. Thank you. The other marketing tool that I did 
is everyone that I gave a book to, because sometimes you have to, this is an investment in yourself, and that's how you have to look at it. You're investing Mm -hmm. in yourself, and you're investing in your vision and dream. So I would sow Mm -hmm. into other people's lives when they would share something with me, and I was like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a poem in this book that you could relate to, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to give you this, but I want to ask you to put a review on my page. Right, right. How many reviews do you have now? On Amazon, I have three. Um, mm-hmm. On my author's den page, it's several people that have, I didn't even count how many are out there, but oh, they have awesome. been putting reviews on my author's den page for over uh-huh. 12 years. And they're all positive wow. reviews. And that's the thing. Um, don't get discouraged when you do get that negative review. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone is not going to see the vision the way that you do. Right. But for the people that you are targeted to and really, really have the need for what you're offering, they will be able mm-hmm. to receive it. That's so true. You know, we're we're just always about, just tell me all the good stuff I do. I don't want to hear anything bad or whatever. But, you know, in this world of social media and instant access, people forget that you're human. And they just sit there and look at a screen. Right. And so they feel like they can say anything to anybody in any kind of way, and they lose that human touch. So I, I love what you said about don't let that negative review stop you because it just could have been somebody had a bad day or, the, you know, they were feeling snarky or nasty or whatever, but, you know, God is going to deal with them on their terms. So you need, just need to keep on pushing because one bad review, it should strengthen you and not stop you. Or, you know, maybe there's some truth in it. You know, maybe there is some truth a little bit, mm-hmm. not that it's bad, but, you take it, you look at it, you take it for what it is. It's not, you know, cutting you off at the knees or anything and just keep on rolling. Because in this day and age, you have this to be able true. to do that too. <laughs> you have to be able to do this that. This is true. And I will share this. When I was in high school and I was writing poetry, there was a young lady that was very close to me, and she did not comprehend the things that I was writing because it was on a deeper specter than what we were dealing with right. in high school. But she was like, I don't even understand why you write this. Nobody will ever want to read it. That Mm. became my driving force to get at least one of my poems published because I knew that it was greater than where I was at. And so I got my first poem published in, I think, in 2000, 2000, 2001 time period. And then I was nominated for different awards with the International Library of Poetry. And that's where I first started getting publishing. And then it was an encouraging thing for me. So sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to start small before you get to the big part. My desire is to one day become a New York Times bestselling author. It's a big dream. But guess what? Mm. I have the ability to do it because I believe in myself. Yes. You certainly do. I mean, the thing is, just up until maybe maybe less time, I don't want to say 10 years, at the most 10 years ago, you couldn't publish a book like you do now. You know, now you don't, really, you don't need an agent. Right. You don't need a publisher. You don't really need anything. All you need is just, you know, whatever your book is about. You go up to Amazon. You do your thing. You get some other things together. Boom. Your book can be live in like 24 hours or less. That. That that is so that right. is so powerful. I don't think that people realize how powerful that really is because that stopped a lot of people, you know, because they would have to send out the manuscript and get it approved and find an agent. And now you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to do any of that. True. You can have a published book 
and you can become an author. It doesn't mean that you're good, but it means that you can have a published a published book. So now you have to go back, just like anything else, and be great at what you do. So I'm sure that what you've Correct. done is, if you looked at a couple of poems that you did, you know, 12, 15 years ago, they're not the same as the poems or the writing that you do now. Right. And uh, the deepest part of me echoes in my soul. You can actually see the growth process in the poetry. You can see how mm-hmm. at one point I used to, I would have responded in a negative way. But the beautiful thing that I noticed in this healing process that is now called a book is that each time I came back to Christ, my Lord and my Savior. And Mm -hmm. uh, that is how I made it through. The other thing that I did to market my book was it's in hard copy for people like me that need to turn the pages, but it's also electronic. So make sure that when you market your, your product, you make it available in every media stream that will hit a different type of person that you exactly. really want to target. I lo- yes, yes, I love that you said that because people learn in different ways and people experience things in different ways. You know, I may want to, I may be able to read something on my computer or on my iPad or whatever sometimes, but I do also like turning the pages in a book and. Sometimes I may want to just listen to it via audio. So if you mm-hmm. make it available so that other people can read it in different ways or consume it, as we say, in different ways, then you're going to be a step ahead of the crowd anyway. I agree. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you, Tacoma? What what you got going on coming up? <laughs> so uh, what's <laughs> next for me is going to be my third book, and it's called mm-hmm. Becoming the Woman that God Intended Me to Be. And it's a very Ooh. transparent book about the processes, um, the bad choices, the good choices, uh, the spiritual journey, becoming the person I am today, which is an ordained uh, evangelist and an ordained pastor. And awesome. how God ministered to me through different people, because he always uses people, and mm-hmm. how there was people that tried to discourage me, people that uh, tried to uh, kill the vision, people that mm-hmm. encouraged me and pushed me into the vision. So mm-hmm. it's a transparent book to help people who are on that spiritual journey know that they have a call, know that they have a purpose, and trying to figure out how I get there without being frustrated. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I love that you're so transparent about being a Christian, you know, being a servant leader, which you are a servant leader, putting that up front. Because it's it's not something that you have to just ram down somebody's throat for them. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. It just comes across and how you present yourself, how you talk. Even the first time you and I spoke a couple of months ago when we were talking about getting on the show and everything, I could feel it. I can feel the vibe through the through the phone, you know, all these million—I won't say million, but thousands of miles away, uh, apart from each other. Uh-huh. So tell tell everyone how they can get your books, get in touch with you, and find out more about you. Well, first, I would like for you to follow me on Instagram, and it's Miss T Audi A4 on Instagram, and then uh, you can go to Facebook. I have a official authors page. And it's Takamar Anderson with a word author behind it. And mm-hmm. you can also go on Amazon.com and get it. It's called The Deepest Part of Me, Echoes of My Soul. Or either you can just put it in Tacoma R. Anderson and the book will pop up. Also, you can go on to AuthorsDen.com uh, backslash uh, Tacoma R. Anderson 
and it will pull up all my poetry works. You can preview the book on Amazon and also on authorsden.com. Awesome. And of course, do me a Trafford favor. Publishing. Yes, okay, ma'am. Go ahead. Well, I was going to get you to do the, uh, the Instagram thing again, but kind of spell it out because you said it kind of fast. I want to make sure everybody gets it. <laughs> MS underscore capital T capital A U D I A four. Gotcha. See, we would never would have got that, even though you said I was like, "What was that Instagram thing?" <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Oh, the comment you have been. That, no, that's that's fine. You've been a joy. It it just always helps sometimes when you spell things out because you know older people like me, we gotta like do it like one at a time. Let's make sure we get all that because I want to make sure that I'm. I know I'm following you on certain things, but I'm not following you on Instagram. But I will be today, so look out for that. But I wanted oh, to great, let you know you great. have been. <laughs> you have been a joy, and thank you so much for uh, getting up early, losing a little sleep, but spreading the sunshine to all the listeners, to everyone who is clued into this uh, podcast, whether they're listening live right now or whether they are listening on demand. I know that they have definitely been blessed. Do you have any final words before we get up, before I let you go? Uh, well, first of all, I would like to thank you for having me on the show. It's been an honor and a privilege to be here. And thank if you. anyone wants to know what my favorite poem is in the book, the one that is deepest to me is A Voice in the Mirror, and it's located on page 23. And mm-hmm. um, I will honestly tell you one thing that will always come through is that I love God. Christ is my personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ is, and I try to live a life that will make him be pleased with it. Well, definitely, I think you are doing that. Thank you again for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, if you're listening live or if you're listening uh, on demand, which a lot of people do, listen to it later. I know you have been blessed by this, and please definitely Follow Tacoma, get her books, read them, enjoy them, and just be blessed by them. So thanks, everyone, for joining me today. Uh, As I said before, when I got on here, I hope that you are recovering. This definitely helped you. I know it did. (laughs) So uh, be sure to join me next week. We're going to have another guest on here, and we're just going to have a great time. So we'll talk later. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. For information about guests, products, or services that were mentioned in this episode, log on to our website at www.csicorporation.com unmarketing. To learn more, get a glimpse of our upcoming schedule, and join the unmarketing nation of entrepreneurs who are using marketing techniques that work right now. Until next time, keep moving forward. Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot forward slash M-O-T-I-V. 
with 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com.